T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnished tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. The fan. Hour number three here on Danny and Dusty. And uh, there's some uh, there's some news percolating that the possibility of keeping this civil war going, particularly uninterrupted, yeah. is possible. I love this. I think that it is great for the rivalry moving forward. I understand, though, that Oregon State fans, they are still scorned because of Oregon, Washington, and the Pac-12 dissolving and Washington State and Oregon State being left behind. I find it very interesting, though, that it kind of seems like, and I do understand and I do know, there is a facet of Washington State fans that were torn when they announced that the Apple Cup was going to continue on. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem, though, as though there is as much vitriol towards the rivalry being renewed from Washington State and Washington than there is between Oregon State and Oregon doing this. Like, Oregon and Washington are in this just like, yeah, sure, keep it going. We liked having this game. Yeah. But there is that, you left us behind Mm -hmm. by Oregon State. That seems like it's way more passionate coming from the Beaver fan base than it is from the Cougs towards Washington. Not and, and again, I'm not saying that it's not there with Washington State. No. I've seen it. I know. It's not as prevalent. But we had, and we have had a lot of feedback come in yes. on, on the Vancouver Ford Texas. It was just scrolling there for about 25 minutes. There was two Beaver fans that even had a reply that was, no, I'm glad that this rivalry is going to be continuing. Mm-hmm. Every other one, and I understand this is the immediacy of it, this is the knee-jerk reaction to it, and you're still like, no, screw those guys. But that is, and we got a lot of texts on this thing, mm-hmm. and it's not just the whole pulse of the entire fan base. No. Not dumb enough to think that. But it is a, like it is a, a overwhelming number of B fans that are like, no, don't need it. No, don't I, want and I've it. seen the same thing on Twitter. Can't have it. 
And I find that interesting that they just are saying, I'd rather this rivalry just go away than exist and continue because there is this kind of the prevailing thought that the Ducks are on a rocket ship and the Beavs are the Wright brothers trying to get this plane off the ground again. And that is a, that's a tough pill to swallow, but I feel like as time passes, that will also ease because you don't want the Civil War to go away wholly. Um, you don't want it to to be a situation where you look at it and you go, we're never going to see this thing again. We we never want to see it. Like we had um, a text that says, too soon. Anyway, in a couple of years, college football is going to be formally divided into the haves and have-nots based on money. This year's will be over anyway. And I, I don't, I don't think that that is true. Um, and the, they also add on, also never use the term little brother, uh, the little brother metaphor. Brothers may fight, but they always have each other's backs and care about each other. I think even when you have those haves and have nots being separated, you'll still see some rivalries that are, are going to exist and move on. Yeah, this no matter makes what it that will. much hard. This makes it that much harder though, because we may see it if the divide is truly there and Oregon state is not in the opt-in to the new proposal that we saw yesterday come out, then we may see this thing go away because then that gap widens to a point where it's unsalvageable for Oregon state to compete. And then that's where Oregon state fans that are on the, on the panic meter saying, well, we're never going to be able to compete anyway. What's the point of just getting our teeth kicked in because that's not going to be a rivalry? Yeah, that, that defeatist attitude is also kind of a weird thing to me. I, I just put a, a poll out on, on Danny and Dusty. We can check back in on it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, gave you four options. Do you want the Civil War to continue? And it's yes or no, yes or as an Oregon fan, no as an Oregon fan, yes as an Oregon State fan, no as an Oregon State fan. Just to kind of give us a little uh, a clear sense of, of where fan bases stand. I, we all have our, our reeling suspicions. But it, it would be interesting to kind of see how that divide uh, breaks out. For sure. But I, I've always kind of looked at Oregon State fans as, as, a, as a bit of a kindred spirit in the sense of uh, of, of being a, a bit of a protagonist and uh, the underdog, right? Mm -hmm. and, and wanting to be spiteful and petty. And I mean that, like, congratulatory I, it's a good thing mm -hmm. you, you use that motivation you've always used that motivation of, of of being the land grant school that can go out there and play with the big boys i understand the landscape of college football right now and the position that you're in i thought it would have advanced their chip on their shoulder and mm. it seems to have knocked them down a peg i didn't see that coming yeah because there was always a seat at the table and now they've been kicked to the little kids table and that is tough that is tough. And look, there's no easy way to say that without, you know, being blunt and honest. They they lost their seat at the table when conference realignment happened. That sucks. And so that's where that chip on the shoulder, like you got knocked down a peg. You got knocked down a whole hell of a lot of pegs in conference realignment. And there's, it is not the, the end though in all of this because they're going at it from a totally different realm than what we've seen before. And we've seen a lot. Look, they're not the first ones that have lost their seat at the table. I mean, look at what happened to Rice, SMU, TCU. They all lost their seat at the table mm -hmm. a long time ago when the Big 12 was formed, Big 8 and then Big 12. When the Southwest Conference dissolved, mm -hmm. 
they they were kicked to the abyss. But you can go the way of Rice and be irrelevant, mm-hmm. or, or you can do TCU. what TCU did, which is they climbed and clawed their way back up to relevance. You can do what Houston did, do which is they and, Thomason. and they got kicked. I mean, both of those programs they got kicked way down. Mm-hmm. But they've scratched and clawed their way back. SMU, it's taken 40 years to do. But, but they were quite literally done. They have scratched and clawed their way back, and now they're going to be in the ACC mm-hmm. moving forward next year. The road is not its not a short one. No, and it's not easy. But one thing that Oregon State does have that none of those programs had was they have a head start in the new era and the new world of college football with their facilities are not something that they really need to worry about. You no. just finished the other side of Research Stadium. The Valley Football Center is top notch. You do have, you know, ancillary and Olympic sports to lean on that are really good, like mm-hmm. your baseball program, like Gymnastics. your soccer program, which is, you know, played in the semifinal this year. Mm-hmm. Like you have those where your athletic department is not just in absolute tatters right no. now, but keeping up with the Joneses is going to be exponentially more mm-hmm. tough moving forward. That's it, and that's where that chip is. Ta- you're talking about no. is we'll see how fast things move, and if they have that opportunity to opt in, this is the thing that I find really interesting is that there's a lot of fans that are saying like, "Hey, we just want that seat at the table." What was proposed yesterday by the NCAA is okay, fans. This is where you can put your money where your mouth is, yeah. right? And if it's going to cost thirty thousand dollars per athlete to play at that next level, the fan base has got to put up in that way too. Yeah. And that's like separate from like, keep this rivalry going and Maybe. see where you are in two, mm-hmm. four, eight, ten years. Maybe you get that NVIDIA money. Dude, they need that NVIDIA I mean, money. listen, that NVIDIA money, to be clear. That's real money. That's more money than, than Uncle Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. Like if, if he decides he wants to play the game, B-fans, uh, you have more. Yeah. Yeah. Just just, just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> he, he's he got the, the dumb money, dumb money. Yeah. So, you know, there is a world. There is a path. I, I don't know how uh, relevant it is, but it is there. It's there. What are you going to do with it? And what can you do with it is the big question there. And uh, I think his name is Jensen Huang. Yep. Uh, he's Oregon State grad, and he's like one of the richest people in on the planet, the world. Yeah, he's he's, um, he's the founder, inventor, owner of Nvidia Graphics. Yeah, which he, they are the, the leading graphics card processor for the planet. And he has donated money on the financial side to Oregon State. And this mm-hmm. is the hard part: is that can you convince these people that are very successful to now start caring more about super sports, Right. Yeah. And that's hard. That's hard. Some text that we got on the Vancouver Ford text line. Your girlfriend breaks up with you. Only suckers truly want to remain, quote, friends. The best revenge is for the beeves to go find a way to crawl back to prominence without organ. That's the petty and prideful way. See, I, I would push back against that and say that playing them once a year is showing them that you're better off without them. Yeah. That you don't need them. Yeah. And remind them every year. Yep. Oh, you went and got all that money in the Big Ten? How useful is if you win, yeah. then you can look them in the eye and go, How useful is that money working for you right now? Exactly. And like this text says, You should separate fans from donors. I'm a fan. I don't have the money to donate to the program. So am I at fault for not supporting them enough? No, you do need the. It's the collective, so well, to speak, of, fa- of fans. You need the deep pockets, but 
you're kidding yourself if you don't think that Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, the average fan, mm-hmm. they do. Donate fifty bucks, hundred bucks, whatever. Ridiculous. When you've got how much? When, when you've got an alumni base that is that big, Ohio State. Last I checked, it was either Ohio State or Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's the two largest alumni bases in the country. Ohio State is. Is it Ohio State? It goes back and forth between those two schools. Yeah. So when you've got that many people and you're graduating 30,000 people a year, mm-hmm. which is an insane number, but you're graduating that many people a year, you're five bucks here, 20 bucks here, 25 bucks here. Guess what, man? That stuff adds up quick. Yep. Yep. In the true spirit of the blue-collar underdog State University, I'd rather the Beavers flip a middle finger to the school down south and chart their own path. That text coming in. There's a lot of there's a lot I, of folks that feel that look, way. I get it. It wouldn't be the way I would go, but I get it. Yeah. What what already was a canyon sized gap became a Grand Canyon sized gap. Eventually, this will make Oregon. Uh, this will be like Oregon playing Portland State. They'll hang eighty on the beeves. I don't think it's going to be that. So. That's just, that's the thing. It's a little bit woe is me here. There, well, there is that fear, and I think yeah. that fear is justified because Oregon State fans they know. How quickly it can turn. Sure, right? It can it can turn in either direction. But right now, it's at a pivot point where, like, you were in the dregs for decades of just irrelevancy mm-hmm. in football. Mike Riley, Dennis Erickson brought it back. You see how quickly though, Gary Anderson cratered it. Just absolutely drove that thing. But off you also the see how quick Jonathan Smith built it back up. But the, in to them on the outside. It was pretty quick, and he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. For them, that was a long six-year turnaround. Sure. Right? Like, it, that long took... It, it was like, all right, we're turning this cruise ship around, and he did it, though. And now you're at the point of, are we going to go back down the road of, you know, the Gary Anderson? We got a head coach who's never been a head coach before. Mm-hmm. He cares a whole hell of a lot about this university. But we have the transfer portal that is being just... It, guys are, are fleeing, and they're going to keep on going. Jack Velling leaving today is another sign of that. You need to get your quarterback. You need to replace a bulk of your offensive line. You need to go and you need to get a uh, new tight end room, period. New quarterback Full room. stop. Yeah, like you've got a lot that you've got to mm-hmm. fill. And that's a, that's scary, and that's daunting. I think that's where a little bit of that defeatist mentality is coming from, from the fans that are saying, no, screw them. I don't want them. I don't want to play them. I don't want to have Oregon give Oregon fans the satisfaction of if this thing does go south, them running the score up on us. But I understand where they're coming from. I don't think it's going to be nearly as quick as they think it is. I mean, they lost 31-7 this year. We remember that? Fair. I mean, like, this this thing could get sideways even when you're, you're going in the right direction. Sure. So I, I'm just glad the game is, by reports, going to be coming back for the 2024 season. Yes, and then, then we work can work things out from there. Yep. Uh, Come up next. It's a question I posted to you a little bit ago. Which of the quarterbacks in the backup bowl are you most, I don't know, I'd say I would believe in? We'll get to that. Come up here on Danny and Dusty, today in the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Well, we got to do something with the uh, backup bowls as quarterbacks are dropping like flies around the NFL. Nearly half the NFL currently are being run by backup quarterbacks, otherwise known as not making $50 million a year. And David Carr wants to add another one, too. Yeah. Do do we have the audio from that? Mm, Yeah, I do. Okay, so David Carr was on NFL Total Access, and uh, Jalen Hurts has been getting some weird criticism from all corners of the country over the last couple days, but this one might be the most unhinged. Put Marcus in there, win a couple games, yeah. maybe you have the number one seed still. You might have it. I'd say he's probably better playing quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. Right now, right now, he would be more productive. Hey, I didn't say right that, now. Philly. Later, I didn't say that, when Philly. Healthy, hey, we'll I know see what time it is. Jaylen. I didn't say that. He said that. It's all the way to the Super Bowl. We'll see. Is Marcus Mariota actually on the roster right now? Yeah. Because I know he was been, been. No, he's not. He's the backup. He came in um, against the 49ers. And this is what David Carr was saying, which is uh, like that quote right there, it's kind of being twisted because what David Carr was getting at is if Jalen Hurts was concussed in the last game, which is mm-hmm. when, you know, he's being evaluated for a concussion, he had the look. He didn't look right. Yeah. Then. He's saying, when healthy, you put Jalen Hurts back in. But why risk? And he says it, he frames it very poorly. But why would you risk Jalen Hurts being out extended amount of time when you can say, all right, we're going to make sure he's right. We're going to put Marcus in. And he, without saying it, he you hear him at the end. He's like, when healthy, he says, when healthy, get him back in there. But he's the guy's going, don't! Philly, I didn't say that! And he might be right in that. Like, don't put Jalen Hurts in now and risk a further injury if you can just put Marcus in for a couple of weeks and say, let's see where we're at. It ain't happening, though, this week. And the, the ridiculous part about it is injured Jalen Hurts is still better than healthy Marcus Mariota, and you're playing the Cowboys this week, for God's sakes. Mm. You're going to have to literally take Jalen Hurts' helmet, pads, Done and cleats nope. and say, uh-uh, you're not going in this game because he is going to want to play in this, yeah. no matter what. To frame it as, they're better with market. Mm-mm. Wrong, 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 no. wrong. But if Jalen Hurts is, in fact, injured... Then, then, maybe, then maybe, it does make sense. Sure. Like if he's if he's concussed, 
yeah, he probably shouldn't be playing. And David Carr... I'll take the probably out of it. He shouldn't would, be playing. David Carr has been hitting the head long en- enough times lot. to where he's speaking like, yeah, you're not going to be fully right and just wait till he's fully right. But that is... No, it, but he wants that. He wants to get half the league in, into backup quarterbacks, and Marcus would go a long way to having that done. I mean, he's got fourteen of thirty-two right now. He'd be right there. Jeez, is Marcus the guy that you're going to trust in that backup bolt and that backup participation? More than a lot of the other backups in the league. Like yeah. if, we're, if we're looking at if we're looking at these, like is Marcus Mariota a starting level quarterback in the NFL? I think we all know the answer to that at this no. point. He is not. No, but. I'm looking around at some of the backup quarterback being played, and I'm going, yeah, he's better than that still. <laughs> he's still better than that. How dare you say anything negative about Mr. DeVito? Yeah, Tommy DeVito is 100% on that. C.J. Bethard, who's going to be starting for the Jacksonville Jaguars, do you want anything to do with that? Yeah, I, mean, I would take He does Marcus, have a matching butt tat. I would take what? Oh, did you not know about this? Him and Kittle had a house together and the punter from Iowa. Okay. They they Yeah, go get your butt tats. They then. have matching butt tats of the address of the house that they lived See, in together. That's where Iowa football has has fallen. <laughs> that's why the offense isn't good anymore. Because how they many, don't have CJ Beathard and, and and Kittle. How many matching butt tats does that team currently have right See? now? I can draw a correlation to that offense being good with Beathard and Kittle. One of I think I think Kittle when he was telling the story said like one of the linebackers um came in the shower and they were in there, and they, why why do you all have matching butt tats? Yeah. And he had to explain. Yeah, that's still not going to make sense. No, but. But, I mean, it's a really good plan if those guys are party animals like that, and they pass out with their pants down. It's like, return to return this address. To, yeah, please, if found, please return go, to. Go shove them right back to that address. <laughs> Throw Some, them in an Uber. Something tells me the cops around, uh, around Cedar Rapids knew exactly where, uh, where they lived. See, and that's the thing is that they could just sit there and they find him on the curb and they're like, "All right, well, we know where you're going." <laughs> but I'd take Marcus over Bethard or Joe Flacco, who's starting for the Browns. I don't know, man. Flacco was slinging that thing tonight. I'd take Jamarcus Mariota over that. I think the best backup. Jamarcus Mariota. We putting Jamarcus Russell and Marcus no. Mariota together. I think the best backup bull is Gardner against Browning. You get Minshew yeah, versus Minshew Browning. Magic, man. You get Cougs versus Huskies. You get an Apple Cup this I weekend. What was that? An actual Apple Cup matchup? Twenty eighteen, maybe twenty eighteen. That may that that I think that is. I think those planets are aligned there. That is that right? Can, sure. Can we call Jake Browning over and under? What what? Like a shotgun, Browning shotguns. You you want to call him an over and under? Yeah, like an over and under shotgun. I don't think that joke's landed. No. I don't think that one is no. no it's like twelve yeah. gauge is Cardale Jones. Yeah, like everybody I, knows yeah. what that is, yeah. but calling him over and under, then you have to explain like what that means well, because so, I, when you said that, I was like over under what passing yards? Well, I went down to I Vegas. Say, I was gonna say the over and under, over and under because some games is gonna be over, some games is gonna be under. Hmm. I don't think that's sticking yet. No, okay. I, I don't know that. I, I see where you're going with that. Mm. I see where we're going. Uh, yeah, the 2018 Apple Cup, like the number 16 Huskies went into Pullman and beat the number eight Cougars. Oh, look at that! Wow. Brown, Browning versus Minshew. Browning Minshew. Neither Wait. one of them threw a touchdown. Really? Well, I could see that playing out this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. All right, coming up next. Speaking of getting healthy and not having backups. 
The Blazers might be getting back their best player, but first is Big Kahuna with Sports Center Update. You ever had a Big Kahuna burger? This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Good news, ladies and gentlemen. Rejoice. The Portland Trailblazers are getting healthier, mostly, with the exception of Jeremy Grant out for concussion protocol and DeAndre Ayton out for right knee soreness tonight against the Golden State Warriors. Hey, that's good. So two starters down, but you might be getting uh, the Portland Trailblazers' best player back. For the first time all season, after miss, getting hurt in opening night against the Los Angeles Clippers, there's a very strong possibility Anthony Simons will make his return to the Trailblazers tonight. That's great news. I love what Chauncey said uh, yesterday in like the scrum mm-hmm. about it. He was fantastic. The next couple games or so, maybe. The next couple what? Games or so, next few games, maybe. For, for Ant? Yeah. To start playing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping the next game is what I'm hoping. Not games or so. I'm hoping now. But we'll see, though. Yeah, they need him. Yeah, they need him bad. The Oh, yes, I hope it's now. Come on, what are we doing here? Interesting on the Trailblazers is that they're currently 12th defensively. Mm. They, they've been better. They've been better. Now, they get killed at the rim because they still aren't that big. Uh, and Robert Williams not being out there, they don't have true size out there on the floor when DeAndre Ayton isn't out there. Yeah. But they're better. I don't think they're going to end up in that 10 through 15 range by the end of the season. I think mm-hmm. they're probably like 17, 18. But it's not dead last. But they are dead last in his offense. Yeah, and it's not good. Anthony Simons, look, I, I have talked to opposing players, opposing coaches. Ant terrifies yeah. game plans. Like yeah. he's, he's, a, he's quite literally a guy that stretches your defense out to 35 feet. Yes. He, uh, he makes it easier to operate for everybody else, especially the ones that are not prolific shooters. Because... Right now, you have nobody keeping the Blazers, like the defense, honest. Yes. So you can just pack the paint and say, "Okay." And you're good not luck. you're not going to sag off him. I like that. I, I I'm excited to see him back, but because look, it could be another mark of growth that we see from this team. Mm-hmm. And they've had a long time off. This has kind of been a time to reset. You don't get a lot of time to practice in the NBA. No, and they've gotten a couple days here with the in season tournament. And you're going to have a couple more. Yes. And so they can be able to work on some things. What's going to be interesting about this is is how the lineup goes now. Because what, well, what's his minute restriction going to be? I don't though, think there's going to be a, if there's going to be a minute restriction, it's going to be just a couple minutes. Like instead of playing 35, he plays 30. Because with for those that don't know, he he, he tore the ligaments at the base of his thumb that connect to his his wrist, ulnar collateral ligaments. Uh, had surgery on that a couple days later after tearing it after the first game of the season. It happened, I believe, in the third or second quarter or third quarter um, of that game. So he's missed what 18 plus games now. Um, less than ideal. Yeah, not not exactly great because he, he is their best player. He is their best offensive player. He is their best shooter. He is the one that gives the gravity to the mm-hmm. team. I don't think there's going to be a minutes restriction, but I'm going to be interested to see at least tonight if he does go, him out on the floor, does he start? Yeah. Because ultimately he should be starting when all things are said and done. What does that starting unit look like? When, when they're all healthy, I would imagine that it would be Anthony, Shaden, uh, Tumani, Jeremy, DeAndre, mm. with Scoot, Malcolm, Tease, Jabari, 
My guy Tumani Com- coming off the bench. My my guy Tumani Kamara. What this does I love though, watching him, oh, he's fantastic. He's so fun. He's yes. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll dive into him a little bit more. Best throwaway player in a trade of all time. Right, fifty second pick, oh, and he's going to be. Uh, in in all seriousness, I sat down with a couple of scouts over the last week or so because it, things have been quieter on the basketball front. I've been able to make some phone calls. Um, there's a very strong chance he's going to make an all rookie team, second team all rookie, but he will likely make an all rookie team. Yeah, we're only like twenty games in though. But but he is impressed. He has been great. I have I have asked a few players who have who have gone up against the Blazers and been guarded by Tamani and, and kind of asked about what they feel about him. Um pain in the pain in the rear um was what one player told me. He goes, getting picked up ninety four feet by a six foot seven dude who's super athletic is not fun. Yeah. Not nah, it's I, never fun. It's like, like I didn't did not enjoy the experience. It's just fun to see a guy who has a body ready for the NBA too. Yes. You know, like he he's not like a hey Nick Batum, you got to put on twenty pounds and then we'll see what you got. They've got it in Ryan Repair. Yeah, like they've got they've got that guy. They got that project guy, but he came in and he's like his frame is he's six seven two twenty five and he moves like a gazelle. Gazelle. Yeah. He's, he's really fun. Yeah, he is incredibly fun. As it pertains to Ant, what's going to be interesting about this is you're going to have Shaden Sharp playing off the ball with a shooter and a creator. For the first time, really, this season. That's what's going to be interesting is that uh, during the break, I was showing you some of the pick and roll numbers uh, as it pertains to high volume pick and roll guys. Shaden Sharp is second to last on the ball in the pick and roll next to Jeremy Sohan in the entire NBA. Well, uh, among guys who have at least 150 reps. Yeah. So, guys who have enough of a sample. Which is it's a it's a pretty decent amount. There's six there's 68 players. Yeah. So it's it's a it's basically two players per team plus. Yeah. list which when you're getting a sample size that's a pretty good sample but that's size. that gravity that you were talking about yes. though it pulls teams like n- there's nothing to respect from the blazers without an outside shot because yeah. you say all right who are the two guys that are going to beat you deandre ayton and shaden sharp and where are they going to kill you from it ain't from beyond the arc so you just pack the paint and now you have a guy who you got to say we can't do that anymore. I love this. It's going it, to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a bummer with Jeremy right. and Da out, but uh, you're going to have some opportunities here uh, to see what Anthony can do in that lead role, which we've seen him in in spurts for six weeks at a time over the last couple of years, where he's been incredible, averaging mm-hmm. twenty five seven and five almost on on, on four, was it forty eight forty two ninety splits, not too which shabby. is which is insane, not too shabby. I, I, at all. Again, I don't expect that, but I do. Fully integrated back in the in the in the flow of things, Anthony Simons should be averaging 24, 25 a game. All right. On on pretty high pretty high efficiency. So it's gonna be a, a bit of a change from what we've seen, hopefully, at least, for the Blazers offense. Well, and I want to see what it does to them defensively, but today's not gonna be the indicator of that, especially with DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre and, DeAndre Ayton and Jeremy Grant both out. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those guys out, not good. By the way, the uh the Warriors are favored by twelve and a half points tonight. There is going to be a lot of people though, like, oh, see, defense is terrible when Ant comes back. No, it was gonna be terrible whether he was there or not tonight. Yeah. But because this is also one of those Jeremy games- Grant and DeAndre Ayton are not playing which elevates other guys but also you, you, it's going to be one of those games where the warriors man this is a this is a win-win game for the blazers if they lose ping pong balls good for them if they beat the warriors their ping pong balls See? get better it's it's good for the blazers this is a Let's this have is more extra, of these in, games in fact they picked up an extra game because of the in-season tournament, they picked up a fourth game against the Warriors, so they have uh, a few more chances to improve their odds. All things breaking Blazers You right love now. to see it, right? Look at that. It's the little things in life. Look at that. Which is where we'll go uh, when we wrap things up. The little things in life. Danny and Dusty, Tony the Fan. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. 
songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app in 1080. The Fan. Well, rest in peace, Norman Lear. He died yesterday at the age of 101, born July 27th, 1922, as Norman Milton Lear. He went on to produce, write, create, or develop over 100 TV shows, among them, of course, All in the Family, which ran for a total of 13 seasons uh, under uh, the name both All in the Family for nine seasons and went on for four more seasons as uh, Archie Bunker's place. He developed Sanford and Son. Uh, Maude and the Jeffersons were both spinoffs of All in the Family. He did One Day at a Time, Good Times, which was a spinoff of Maude. Uh, yeah, the guy, he's an American icon. I can't believe I thought he died a few years ago. Like I, I thought yeah. I remember we did this a few years ago. He's 101, so Old. but I thought he died a few years ago. Like right around the time. Remember when they did the, the All in the Family, the live recreations. Yeah, yes. and I, I thought for some reason maybe it's that that I thought was like he was already dead. But I thought it was right around that same time. But that guy. He was he has an incredible story like when you when you talk about his World War II service and coming back and like being creating a genre of comedy that also wove in very serious topics at a time that people weren't comfortable or ready to talk about yeah. race and sexuality at that time and putting his main characters who were supposed to be beloved into conflict of Maybe you're not as good of a guy, Archie Bunker, as as we all thought you were. Yeah, and you know? TV networks were terrified of it, too. It took a third pilot until it was finally picked up by CBS. Really? Yep. Wow. R.I.P. He was one of those guys that he just kind of did it differently, you know? He did it, he did it differently. I, I was, him well. Yeah. I always, like, am in awe of, of these people because we were talking about this with actors and actresses mm-hmm. yesterday, right? Where... We don't have any like great young actors and actresses, right? A lot of them aren't willing to take on like controversial roles no. either, right? Or do the the comedy that is so out of left field that mm-hmm. it is it's new and uncomfortable for people. Everything just seems prepackaged right now, and you have guys like Norman Lear that kick down those doors. Uh, some of the uh, actors originally considered for Archie Bunker were um, uh, uh, Mickey Rooney, uh, Tom Bosley, who was Mr. Cunningham, Jack Warden, Jackie Gleason. Ooh, Gleason. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But That's like, crazy. Wound up being Carol O'Connor. R.I.P. Norman Lear. And on a happier uh, note, happy 26th birthday, Sabrina young. Ionescu. 26 years old for Sabrina. It feels like she's been in the, like, the cultural zeitgeist for 15 years already. Yeah, well, COVID did that. That's what I mean. Like, 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 none she, of, was like, a, she was at Oregon during COVID, and it's like, God, that seems like a billion years ago. And yesterday. And yesterday. I, All I, at the same time. It doesn't make any sense. I don't no. like it. No, time is screwing with us all. Also, later. her shoe is taking over the NBA. A lot of NBA players are wearing her shoe. It's Going back looking, to the last segment, Anthony Simons shoe. has transitioned to wearing Sabrina's. Really? Yes. Huh. There's a... Um, Couple other guys um, who will remain nameless who were wearing them at practice, and I asked about them. I go, "Hey, what what were those? Where'd you where'd you get those little 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 babies?" And he goes, eh, "You know, some people around here." I I love this text, boy. If he could go, it really makes you think. Yeah, hundred and one. Mm-hmm. You know, like really that makes you could think. happen to anyone. Yeah, anybody could go. 
at any time. I don't want to live to 100. No, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. You think his family was like, God? Would you just he's hurry been up? Long for he's been alive for a long time. <laughs> we didn't think it'd go this long. He's probably got like kids that are like, ah, I've already blown through all of his money, and he's not even dead yet. <laughs> I don't know, man. The residuals have got to be great. Yeah, uh, that's true. All right, that'll do it for us today. Coming up next, you got four hours of power from their mouths to your ears. It's prime time with Isaac and Souk. Have a great hump day, everybody. We will see you from noon to three tomorrow right here on 1080 The Fan. Bye. That's the kind of thing an idiot would have on his luggage. We can do hard things. I like it good and thick. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.